for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Now, here's Juliet Huddy and Frank Morano. morning. I'm Deb Valentine with the early news in for Juliet and Frank. Juliet's still on vacation. Sometimes we have uh, to take a little bit of time for the changing of the guard. Curtis Lewa heading out after doing his uh, marathon overnight shift. And of course, Juliet on vacation just for another day. She'll be back with you tomorrow. So Deb Valentine in. And of course, as our loyal 77 WABC listeners already know that Frank and his wife, Rachel, have had their little baby boy. All right. Our top five at five here are headlines. This is the top five at five. All right. We're going to be giving you all the details. A grand old party icon has died. Tensions between the U.S. and Russia are, in fact, escalating. President Biden has a phone call with Russia's president tomorrow. And get ready for those new travel restrictions. Yes, folks, more travel restrictions. They take effect today. More scandals, too, rocking the Cuomo family. You may have heard about that at the end of last week and into the weekend. We've got the latest on that in our own 77 WABC owner, John Katzmatidis, weighing in on New York City's new incoming mayor as well. So we're going to tell you all about it. All right, let's start first, though, with President Joe Biden turning up the heat on Russia. Here's what's happening. Russia has ramped up its troops at the Ukraine border. So... What's happening is POTUS has a video call scheduled for tomorrow with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Now, Biden said on Friday the U.S. has the most comprehensive and meaningful set of initiatives to make it very, very difficult for Mr. Putin. White House spokesperson Jen Psaki did a little bit of explaining. She said in a statement that other topics will include strategic stability, cyber and regional issues. Now, Russian officials say Biden and Putin will also talk tomorrow about bilateral ties and the implementation of agreements that were reached at their Geneva summit back in June, too. So those new travel restrictions as of today, due to the Omicron variant that we've heard so much about, the U.S. as of today, Monday, has imposed those travel restrictions due to Omicron. Now, this comes as drug manufacturers are working on a potential, potential vaccine targeting Omicron. They cannot prevent it, but it does give us a little more time to take more precautions at home to prepare. And so President Joe Biden there. So what's happening is the U.S. is actually banning visitors from South Africa and seven other southern African nations now, as of today. President Biden says the U.S., though, better prepared now than it was a year ago to handle this new variant. The actions I'm announcing are ones that all Americans can rally behind and should unite us in the fight against COVID-19. And they come from a position of strength. We are better positioned than we were a year ago to fight COVID-19. And so uh, Japan and the U.K., Israel, too, all among the countries that have put travel restrictions in place now due to this new variant omicron originated in south africa the variants also detected in canada the uk hong kong israel as well as other countries now back 
back here in New York City. How many cases do we have, in case you were wondering? Well, we checked this morning here in the newsroom. There are a total, as of Sunday, seven cases of Omicron here in New York City. Now, all in all, a total of 10. As you know, we are a regional area, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. We have a total of 10 cases in the tri-state area. CDC Director Walensky talked about the Omicron variant. So we know it's in, um, as of last night, about 15 states. We know we have, um, you know, several dozen cases and we're following them closely. And we are every day hearing about more and more probable cases. So that number is likely to rise. We know it has many mutations, more mutations than prior variants. And um, many of those mutations have been associated with um, more transmissible variants with um, evasion of some of our therapeutics and potentially invasion of evasion of some of our immunity. And that's what we're watching really carefully. So, yeah, CDC Director Walensky there. Now, outside of New York City, Omicron cases are reported in New Jersey, Long Island and Connecticut. Here's the breakdown we checked for you this morning. Now, across the river, across the Hudson, over in Jersey, there's just one case. A person is hospitalized at an unidentified North Jersey hospital. Out on Long Island, there is one case out in Suffolk County, and in Connecticut, just one case, too. It's said to be a Hartford man who is in his 60s who attended the anime convention at the Jacob Javits Center. U.S. drug manufacturers, of course, working on a vaccine. So we have more fallout following the resignation of disgraced New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Of course, his brother, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo, he is out. The network announced his firing last week following an investigation. Chris Cuomo, you might remember, was first put on suspension, then fired, terminated, actually on Saturday. Now CNN says an internal investigation has found that he, uh, as a CNN anchor, sought to allegedly aid his brother, Andrew Cuomo, the former governor, alleging using staff to aid in his efforts to find out information about women, making allegations against the then-governor. Fox reported that staff working for Chris Cuomo at the network were reportedly very unhappy with what they had to do, asked by Cuomo. CNN anchor Brian Stelter weighs in on the firing of Chris Cuomo. Maybe a situation uh, where it was a death by a thousand cuts, where there were just so many headaches time and time again involving Chris Cuomo, that even though you know, many viewers loved watching Cuomo, Cuomo primetime and looked forward to his show, he was causing so many headaches for the network and for CNN staffers uh, that ultimately this decision was reached. And a woman has also alleged sexual harassment against Chris Cuomo. We're going to tell you a little bit more about that after the break. But now, hey, we've got traffic. And I think it's Joe Nolan. Of course. Yeah. Who else would Woo, be? You're the best <laughs> in the business after <laughs> all. What? Stop. 35 years in the business, Joe? 42. Oh, my goodness. And you started at the original Shadow Traffic when they yeah, drove down around Yeah, Route cars. 22 in Union, yeah. I remember those stories from Pete Toriello. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. what That place was... <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of young kids just getting started, you know? It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. In any event, as you travel northbound in uh, Southport, Connecticut, Jackknife Tractor Trailer up there at Center Street, exit 19. Jackknife Tractor Trailer right in center lanes are out, so I-95. 
Northbound in Connecticut, you've got a problem. Southbound on the Harlem River Drive, as you get down to 155th Street, there's a crash in two lanes. Southbound on the Cross Island at Hillside Avenue, an accident one lane out. Southbound on the drive also, you've got problems at 63rd Street uh, with a crash there. Now, mass transit, everybody seems to be on or close to schedule. An alternate side of the street, parking rules and regulations again today are going to be in effect. I'm Joe Nolan with Traffic on the 7th, Stock Radio 77, WABC. All right, WABC News time is 5 late Monday morning. Of course, maybe you're headed back to work from your long Thanksgiving break, so we've got to give a check on the weather for mm-hmm. you. Here's Matt Sapienzo. Thank you very much, Deb. Here's what's going on in the world of weather. Mostly cloudy today, a slight chance of showers this morning, then a chance of showers this afternoon. Not as cool with highs in the lower 60s, south winds 15 to 20 with gusts up to 35, a 30% chance of rain overall today. Tonight, mostly cloudy with showers in the evening, then mostly clear after midnight, lows in the mid-30s. And tomorrow, we're going to see mostly sunny skies, much cooler with highs in the low 40s. And tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with lows in the lower 30s. And then Wednesday... I've been waiting to say this. Snow is going to be oh, likely. Light how snow. How dare you say that four-letter word, Matt? <laughs> oh, High, no. Highs in the upper 30s. Light, light snow accumulation possible. Light, keyword. But the chance of snow is going to be 60%. Right now in New York City, it is lightly, lightly raining with fog and mist, and it is 47 WABC degrees. Back to you, Deb. Oh, my goodness. Snow on Wednesday. But I don't think we're going to really have any accumulation, though. So that that's the good one. I, I but it's going to stick. But we're, we're going to get a little uh, blast. And then, you know, of course, everybody will run out and do more Christmas shopping. And, yeah. You know, so, but, and you're wearing two hats today. You're going to have sports at quarter after. That's right. Yep. And, and then I guess we have Sid Rosenberg coming up at 545 before we get to the Bernie and Sid program coming mm-hmm. up at 6. So we got a lot going on here. Now, before the break, we were talking about Chris Cuomo. Now, uh, over the weekend, it actually broke Sunday. Uh, Cuomo has had a sexual harassment allegation lodged against him and a spokesperson for Chris Cuomo denying these allegations of sexual misconduct from a woman. Her name hasn't surfaced yet, but believe me, we got our eyes on that. And if that name pops up, we're going to let you know. And uh, meanwhile, our own John Katsimatidis, 77 WABC owner, weighing in on New York City's new mayor-elect, of course, Eric Adams. Now, Eric Adams will, of course, take the place of current New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, who is out after two terms. And uh, Adams will be sworn in during probably 12.01 a.m. on January 1st. So- how, do, how do you rebuild the party and get it back in the business of winning elections? Well, as I say on my radio shows, I am pro-common-sense Democrats. I am pro-common-sense independents. And I am pro-common-sense uh, Republicans. I... Uh, think extremism in any direction is not good for our city and is not good for our country. Uh, I've known Eric Adams for a long time. We've invested over $2 billion in uh, Brooklyn, building some beautiful buildings. Uh, we built uh, Twin Towers. When everybody told me, don't do it, we built Twin Towers in Coney Island right on the beach. Uh, you go there, you fall in love, Earl. Uh, you go there and... I made it commercial that if you breathe in that ocean air, I guarantee you're going to live 10 years longer. So I'm, I love New York. And I, Earl, I think you know me for a long time. You know I love New York. And I want the best for New York. And, and so, um, Eric Adams, I think, has common sense. 
Yes. And uh, so Kat's a guest on New York One there, weighing in on Eric Adams, our incoming mayor here in New York City. We are, of course, in the waning days of current New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio's reign, his term ending December 31st. Of course, Adams, a former NYPD cop, be sworn in January 1st. And uh, we also want to tell you, too, about uh, the death of a absolutely Republican icon in the party. Former presidential candidate and Republican U.S. Senator Bob Dole has passed away. GOP icon. He was almost 100 years old, 98 years old, actually. His wife, Elizabeth Dole, announced her husband's passing on Twitter. Here's a portion you might enjoy listening to this part of Dole's farewell address from the U.S. Senate. That was back in 1996. We all take pride in the past, but we all live for the future. And I agree with the prairie poet Carl Sandburg, who told us, Yesterday is a wind gone down. A sun dropped in the west. I tell you that there's nothing in the world, only an ocean of tomorrows, a sky of tomorrows. And like everybody here, I'm an optimist. I believe our best tomorrows are yet to be lived. So again, thank you. God bless America and God bless the United States Senate. All right. So the late Bob Dole there, who has died at the age of 98, as announced by his wife, Elizabeth Dole, she announced his passing on Twitter. What a storied career Bob Dole had. He is remembered not only for his heroism and injuries during World War II, a U.S. veteran. He also served for a time as a U.S. Senate Majority Leader. He then ran for president in 1996. He got reelected five times. During his 50-year career, Dole was at the forefront as well of the Social Security program. He also did a lot of work on food stamps, very important to people, especially during these hard times during COVID, known as the SNAP program. And uh, you might remember, too, Bob Dole was one of the few elder Republicans to endorse Donald Trump for president back in uh, 2016. So no services announced yet for Bob Dole, who passed away at the age of 98. But we will certainly keep you posted on that. Let's head out to Long Island before we head uh, to sports at quarter after the hour. We did have a Deadly shooting in Farmingdale happened during a large fight, and uh, cops say one man was killed. Two people hurt here. Now, this happened during the early morning hours, about 3 a.m. on Sunday, December 5th. Suffolk cops say this deadly shooting went down in the parking lot of Tiffany Plaza, 1075 Portion Road, out in Farmingdale, Suffolk County. So shots were fired during this large fight. It was a melee. Three men were struck. Homicide investigators say that killed was 28-year-old Jorge Mauricio Sevilla Barbara. Two others were shot here, a guy 21 years old and another 22-year-old. Both were taken to a hospital in Suffolk. Homicide detectives say they're expected to be okay. They're still searching for the suspect. Detectives, though, are asking anybody with information to call their homicide squad. Here's the number, 631-852-6392 or anonymously at Crime Stoppers. Their number is 800-1-800-220-TIPS. So they want to hear from you if you know anything about this. All right, 515 here at 77 WABC. Lots and lots of action, NFL action over the weekend. I know we've got a great game tonight in the NFL. I think it's the... Uh, Patriots and the Buffalo Bills. So here to tell you all about it, Matt Sapienzo. All right. Thanks, Deb. Good morning, everybody. Here's what's going on in the wide world of sports. A bad week for New York football. Gardner Minshew stepped into the huddle for Philadelphia, kept things light, as he always does, and led the clock-eating Eagles on a seven-straight scoring drives. 
No, there's no quarterback controversy, but Minshew Mania was back for a day, and the goofy mustache backup might have helped save the Eagles' season. Minshew was 20 of 25 for 242 yards and two touchdowns to Dallas Go Dirt while starting in place of an injured Jalen Hurts in a 33-18 victory over the Jets yesterday. To Miami, where the Giants didn't fare much better, it was third and goal. And Tua Tagovailoa was rolling left, waiting for someone to get open. The play looked as if it was falling apart, until he saw Isaiah Ford create a sliver of space for himself near the side of the end zone. Touchdown! Tagovailoa watched Ford catch the ball and began jumping up and down in celebration, punching the air. He had made something out of nothing, just as the Miami Dolphins had out of what was once a train wreck of a season. A team that was once 1-7 and falling apart is now 6-7 and and brimming with confidence. Tagovailoa threw a pair of short touchdown passes and the Dolphins extended their winning streak to five games by topping the Giants 20-9. Real quick check on hockey. It was a bad night at UBS Arena for the Islanders. They fell to the Chicago Blackhawks 3-2 during a shootout. With sports at 15-45, and 45, I'm Matt Zapienza for the WABC Early News. All right, and we've got 5-17 on the dot here at 77 WABC. Deb Valentine in for Juliet Huddy, who's back tomorrow, and Frank will be back eventually. I'm actually not sure when, but he'll be here. Don't worry. Right now, we've got Joe Nolan. You got a little baby running around. He's oh, about a week and a half old now. Oh. I know, really. Thanksgiving right, of all days to be born. Wow. I great. know, really. That's awesome because it's sort of like a double birthday almost, you know? Exactly. Because Thanksgiving moves around a little bit, you know? Yeah, exactly. So on the northbound cross island, exit 19 to exit 21, jackknife tractor trailer right in center lanes are going out. So that's northbound. On the Connecticut Turnpike, you've got that southbound on the drive at 155th Street, a crash. Again, two lanes are out, but then that earlier problem we told you about at 63rd Street has now been cleared. Westbound Cross Bronx, the Sheridan, an accident also on the Cross Island. Southbound at Hillside Avenue, another crash with one lane out of service. Northern State, westbound Manetto Hill Road, an accident there on alternate side of the street. Parking rules and regulations again today are in effect. This report of service of Empire Blue Cross Blue Shield. Empire Blue Cross Blue Shield and Heart of America are helping schools across the country increase their access to healthy food. Learn more, empireblue.com slash nyliberty. I'm Joe Nolan, traffic on the 7th, Talk Radio 77, WABC. All right, well, it was pouring out when I went out the back door this morning, so take a little bit slow out there on the roads. They may be a little slick. So let's see if you'll need your umbrella and your raincoat for the day. What's up, Matt? Well, you are this morning. I know I am on the drive home. Good morning, everybody. Mostly cloudy, a slight chance of showers this morning, then a chance of showers this afternoon. Not as cool with highs in the lower 60s, south winds. 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts up to 35. A 30% chance of rain overall today. Tonight, mostly cloudy with showers in the evening, then mostly clear after midnight, lows in the mid-30s. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, much cooler with lows in the lower, with highs in the lower 40s. And tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with lows in the lower 30s. And Wednesday, snow's gonna be likely, light snow accumulation possible, highs in the upper 30s. And Wednesday night, mostly cloudy in the evening, then becoming partly cloudy. Lows in the upper 20s. First time we're seeing those numbers this year. Right now in New York City, it is 47 degrees with light rain, fog, and mist. Once again, be careful driving. Now, Deb, right back to you. All right, so it's the duck boots. I don't know why they call them that. The duck boots, the raincoat, and the umbrella today. And windy, too. All right, hang on to that. All right, the latest on the Omicron variant. 
Big travel changes take effect as of today. So travel restricted is imposed by the Biden administration from South Africa due to the variant. Now, U.S. health officials are saying, well, Omicron is rapidly spreading throughout the U.S., Early indications are that it may actually be less dangerous than the Delta variant that we've heard so much about, which continues to drive hospitalizations around the country. Now, Chief Medical Advisor to the White House, Dr. Anthony Fauci, told CNN State of the Union that scientists actually need more information before drawing actual conclusions about Omicron's actual severity. Fauci also denying claims from Ron Johnson that he overhyped AIDS and COVID. How do you respond to something as preposterous as that? Overhyping AIDS, it's killed over 750,000 Americans and 36 million people worldwide. How do you overhype that? Overhyping COVID, it's already killed 780,000 Americans and over 5 million people worldwide. So I don't have any clue of what he's talking about. All right, so Fauci on CNN there. And meanwhile, so as we know, Omicron originated in South Africa. Reports from South Africa indicate, though, that while Omicron is becoming the dominant strain, hospitalization rates there have not actually increased dramatically like they have with Delta. Now, as we know, all these variants and strains of COVID-19, the mutations are actually weaker. As of Sunday, Omicron has actually been detected now in about a third of U.S. states here in the United States. 521 here at 77 WABC. Deb Valentine in for the great Juliet Huddy. She is back with us tomorrow morning and Frank on vacation, of course, uh, celebrating the birth of his first child, a baby boy, with his wife, Rachel. All right, let's uh, take a quick look at stocks for you. Stocks this morning are mixed in Asia after Troubled Chinese property developer Evergrande warned late Friday that it may be out of cold, hard cash. So Hong Kong index is down 1.2% this morning. The Shanghai Composite Index actually rose, though, in South Korea. South Korea's benchmark advanced. But Tokyo and Sydney declined. And more broadly, of course, investigators in, investors rather worried about the newest coronavirus variant, of course, Omicron, and about when the Federal Reserve will actually cut off its support for markets. All right, 522 here at 77 WABC. I saw Sid Rosenberg floating around the hallway. Of course, he'll be here uh, with sports later on and the Bernie and Sid in the morning program coming up right up at 6 o'clock for you. All right, famed attorney Alan Dershowitz on Cats at Night. He's weighing in on this uh, highly publicized trial actually over in Brooklyn Federal Court, Kislaine Maxwell, the socialite. And uh, the iconic attorney in speaking with 77 WABC owner John Katzmatiz giving his expert take on the Gislaine Maxwell case underway here in Brooklyn Federal Court. Here's Dershowitz talking with Katz. And let me tell you something about the Maxwell case. So there are really two trials. Uh, the public thinks that Maxwell is on trial for having facilitated um, uh, some of the women to have sex with prominent people like Prince Andrew and Senator George Mitchell and Bill Richardson and me. You know, everybody, of course, has denied and disproved it. But that's not what this case is about. This case is very, very narrow against Ghislaine Maxwell. They could have brought a case based on the testimony of my accuser, Virginia Gouffre, or this woman named Sarah Ransom, who's been parading outside the courthouse. But The government doesn't believe them. They have histories of lying and falsely accusing people. 
All right. Paved attorney Alan Dershowitz with Kat. So, you know, heard a lot about this case. Former socialite, Ghislaine Maxwell, now 59 years old. She's been held in prison. Her bail reductions denied on trial in federal court in Manhattan on charges. She helped the late Jeffrey Epstein, who, of course, committed suicide while being held at the Metropolitan Detention Center, of course. Epstein was Maxwell's longtime companion, and she allegedly helped recruit, groom, and ultimately abuse young girls. That is what she is accused of. Now, if convicted, Maxwell facing up to 70 years in prison. All right, we had a partial building collapse over in the Bronx. We want to tell you about the NYBD says the first floor of this new Kalman hair braiding salon collapsed. 1351 Prospect Avenue. All in all, three people were hurt including a child. Luckily, none of these injuries appear to be extremely serious. All three were taken to Montefiore and uh, were being treated for just minor injuries. The FGNY was on the scene, and the buildings department is investigating as to exactly what happened there. Luckily, these injuries are not serious, so, of course, that building shut down for now. All right, let's head down to Washington, D.C. For seven months now, we've been heard hearing about Congress struggling for seven months with President Joe Biden's Build Back Better agenda. It is a whopping $2 trillion social and environmental package. Now, Democrats are worried it will go into 2022 as Congress members wrangle with this. And, of course, 2022 is an election year. Midterms are in 2022, as we know. And control of Congress will be at stake, of course. So Democrats want to get this through prior to an election year. $2 trillion social and environmental package. New York Democratic U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, is pushing to get this bill, as you can imagine, through his chamber before Christmas. Now, you might remember the U.S. House already passed an initial version of the bill and its staggering price tag, $2 trillion last month. Democrat-turned-Republican U.S. Senator John Kennedy says... President Biden's Build Back Better agenda will only pile on more debt for Americans. In my opinion, uh, there is no fair-minded person in the Milky Way who believes the infrastructure bill and the Build Back Better bill are not going to require the American people to incur substantial debt. So I checked the U.S. national debt clock for you this morning. Our U.S. national debt now over $29 trillion and counting upwards as of this morning. So, of course, Schumer is facing opposition from party moderates on the Build Back Better bill, including West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. But uh, still Schumer and other Democrats have expressed confidence that the bill will be voted on before Christmas and before the 2022 election year when the midterms occur. And again, yes, the U.S. national debt now over $29 trillion. As of this morning, it's actually a website where uh, they're keeping track of the U.S. national debt, debts for states, and, and you can, of course, take a look at that. Maybe I'll tweet it out for you later on this morning. All right. 527 here at 77 WABC. Maybe you're heading back to work after a long Thanksgiving holiday. Let's get a check on the roads and the rails with Joe Nolan. All right, Deb, our biggest problem right now is in Connecticut, northbound I-95, the Connecticut Turnpike between exits 19 and 21. 
There is a jackknife tractor trailer. The right and center lanes are going to be out of service. You want to get way on over to the left. As you're coming up through lower Brooklyn, again, we're slow now to the Brooklyn Bridge. Flooding there continues. Also on the Cross Bronx on the westbound side, right by the Sheridan, there is an accident with one lane out. Cross Island southbound, Hillside Avenue, a crash, and westbound northern state of Manana Hill Road, an accident as well. An alternate side of the street. Parking rules and regulations once again today are going to be in effect. The support of service of Empire Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Empire Blue Cross Blue Shield, Heart of America, helping schools all across the country increase their access to healthy food. Learn more. EmpireBlue.com slash NY Liberty. With traffic on the 7th, I'm Joe Nolan. Talk Radio 77 WABC. All right. Thanks, Joe. And I hear we have a rainy and a kind of a raw Monday morning for you. And uh, let's let's get you prepared. All right, here's what's going on in the world of weather. Mostly cloudy, a slight chance of showers this morning, then a chance of showers this afternoon. Not going to be not as cool with highs in the lower 60s. South winds 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts up to 35. Chance of rain is going to be 30% today. Tonight, mostly cloudy with showers in the evening, then mostly clear after midnight. Lows in the mid-30s. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, much cooler with highs in the low 40s. And then t- tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with lows in the lower 30s. And Wednesday, big day. Snow is going to be likely. Light snow accumulation possible. Highs in the upper 30s. And then Wednesday night mostly cloudy in the evening then becoming partly cloudy with lows in the upper 20s chilling temperatures that day wabc time is 28 minutes after five o'clock coming up after the break deb will give you the top five at 5 30 i will be back with sports at 45 and said we'll be here to give you a preview on what's happening on the bernie and sid show all that and more on the wabc early news after these messages Entertaining and informative. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Now, here's Juliet Huddy and Frank Morano. Well, I can pretend to be Juliet Huddy. That would be a very difficult thing. But in for Juliet Huddy and Frank Morano, I'm doing double duty. Deb Valentine, and what a pleasure it is to be with you this morning during the early news. So much news going on. And, of course, we've got sports and weather and traffic for you as well at Bernie and Sid in the morning program coming up at six, six o'clock and Sid is in the house. I, I have seen him with my own eyes and he will be in here at 550 to give you an update of what's uh, going on on his show. So here are our top five headlines. It's the top five at 530. All right. A grand old Republican Party icon has passed away. We'll tell you about it. Tensions between the United States and Russia. They are getting worse. And get ready for new travel restrictions, which take effect today. More scandals, of course, rocking the Cuomo family. And we will hear from our own 77 WABC owner, John Katzmatidis. He'll be weighing in on New York City's incoming mayor. And a bonus story for you, too. Let's get you updated, too, on the parents of this alleged Michigan school shooter who are now jailed in the same facility where their son actually is jailed as well. James and Jennifer Crumbly, each charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter in connection with the alleged actions of their 15-year-old son, Ethan Crumbly. The teen accused, of course, of killing four classmates Tuesday at Oxford High. That's in suburban Detroit, Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard weighed in uh, on this. The teen, of course, allegedly had a weapon with him when he and his parents met with school officials over what was described as inappropriate drawings. Six students all in all and a teacher also injured in this school shooting. So these parents now captured 
And a 17-year-old is the last Oxford High School student to remain hospitalized with a gunshot wound. A 14-year-old shooting victim was released, so that's good news, from the hospital on Sunday. And uh, the remaining student who remains hospitalized uh, is in stable condition. So it looks like that student will pull through as well. All right, WABC News time coming up on 533. Well, President Joe Biden is ramping up the heat on Russia. POTUS has a video call which is scheduled tomorrow with the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. Russia has ramped up its troops at the Ukraine border, and that's what the U.S. is concerned about. White House spokesperson Jen Psaki said in a statement that other topics tomorrow will include strategic stability, cyber and regional issues. Now, these new travel restrictions as of today due to the Omicron variant are taking effect. The U.S. as of today has imposed these travel restrictions from people from South Africa because of the variant. This comes as drug manufacturers are working on a potential vaccine targeting Omicron. They cannot prevent it, but it does give us a little more time take more precautions at home to prepare. And uh, that President Biden there, and he says U.S. is uh, banning visitors from South Africa and seven other Southern African nations. President Biden says, though, the U.S. better prepared. I know we're all worried about Omicron, but better prepared now to handle this variant. The actions I'm announcing are ones that all Americans can rally behind and should unite us in the fight against COVID-19. And they come from a position of strength. We are better positioned than we were a year ago to fight COVID-19. And so Japan and the U.K., Israel, too, all among the countries that have put travel restrictions in place due to Omicron. The variants have been detected in Canada, the U.K., Hong Kong, Israel, and other countries. Now, here in New York City, health officials reporting seven cases of Omicron in the Big Apple. And a total of 10 in the tri-state area. CDC Director Walensky talked about the Omicron variant. So we know it's in, um, as of last night, about 15 states. We know we have, um, you know, several dozen cases and we're following them closely. And we are every day hearing about more and more probable cases. So that number is likely to rise. We know it has many mutations, more mutations than prior variants. And um, many of those mutations have been associated with um, more transmissible variants, with um, evasion of some of our therapeutics and potentially invasion of evasion of some of our immunity. And that's what we're watching really carefully. All right. So seven cases here in New York City. Now, outside of the city, Omicron cases are reported in New Jersey, Long Island, Connecticut. Here's a breakdown for you. We gave a check this morning in the newsroom across the river, across the Hudson. There is just one case. A person is hospitalized at an unidentified North Jersey hospital. They're not saying which one out on Long Island. There's one case out in Suffolk County. In Connecticut, just one case, it's reportedly a Hartford man in his 60s who attended an anime convention at the Jacob Javits Center here in the city. So U.S. drug manufacturers working on a vaccine. So, oh, my goodness, we have heard so much about Andrew Cuomo. Now his brother, Chris, part of the fallout of disgraced Governor Andrew Cuomo, who, as you know, resigned back in August after that scathing report from State Attorney General Letitia James found that Andrew Cuomo, the former governor, allegedly sexually harassed 11 women. So now CNN anchor Chris Cuomo is out. The network announced his firing, actual firing on Saturday following an investigation. Chris Cuomo was first put on suspension, then fired, terminated on Saturday. 
Now, CNN says an internal investigation has found that as an anchor, he sought to allegedly aid his brother, Andrew Cuomo, allegedly using CNN staff to aid in his efforts to find out information about women making these allegations. And CNN anchor Brian Stelter weighed in on the firing of Chris Cuomo. Maybe a situation uh, where it was uh, death by a thousand cuts, where there were just so many headaches time and time again involving Chris Cuomo. That even though you know, many viewers loved watching Cuomo, Cuomo primetime and looked forward to his show, he was causing so many headaches for the network and for CNN staffers uh, that ultimately this decision was reached. There was also a sexual harassment allegation lodged against Chris Cuomo on Sunday. We don't know who made that allegation, though. All right, 537, and that's time for a check on traffic with our own Joe Nolan. All right, Deb, busy morning, and that usually means, you know, when we have the weather that we had on the overnight, a lot of times what happens is it's just you wait, come in in the morning and there's havoc. So that's what we have this morning. Northbound on the Connecticut Turnpike, bumper to bumper between exits 19 and 20. There's a jackknife tractor trailer up there. The right and center lanes are out. So as you head northbound, get way on over to the left, and delays are really starting to build now. Westbound on the southern state at 106, unauthorized truck out on the roadway. I don't know if you hit anything or not, but the right lane going to be out of service. Westbound on the cross. Bronx at the Sheridan, an accident with one lane out. Inbound, go on as BQE. We're heavy. Industry City all the way on up to the Brooklyn Bridge. There was some flooding. That'll start to ease out, though. And downtown, one train's on the express tracks from 9-6 to 7-2. That with equipment problems and alternate side of the street. Parking rules and regulations again today are going to be in effect. The support is a service of Empire Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Empire Blue Cross Blue Shield and Heart of America, helping schools across the country increase their access to healthy food. Learn more EmpireBlue.com slash NY Liberty. I'm Joe Nolan, Traffic on the Sevens, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Okay, thanks, Joe. Well, we've got you covered out there on the roads and the rails, so let's get your weather forecast from Matt. All right, thanks, Deb. Here's what's going on in the world of weather. Mostly cloudy, a slight chance of showers this morning, then a chance of showers this afternoon. It's going to be not as cool with highs in the lower 60s. Uh, south winds 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts up to 35, a 30% chance of rain today. Uh, tonight, mostly cloudy with showers in the evening, then mostly clear after midnight. Lows in the mid-30s. West winds 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts up to 40. 80% chance of rain tonight. I'm going to have a rough drive to work tonight. Uh, Tuesday, mostly sunny with much cooler highs in the low 40s. And then Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, lows in the lower 30s. And then Wednesday, snow is going to be likely. Light snow accumulation possible. Highs in the upper 30s. North winds 5 to 10. And then Wednesday night, mostly cloudy in the evening, then becomes Coming partly cloudy with lows in the upper 20s. And that's the look at the weather. I'm Matt Sapienza at 39 minutes past 5 o'clock. All right, Matt. Yes, Matt said that four-letter word, snow, for Wednesday forecast. And do not worry, however, because I do not believe that we're going to get much accumulation. I don't think it's going to stick. So just a preview, old man winter coming along on on Wednesday. So... 77 WABC owner John Katsimatidis is weighing in on New York City's new mayor-elect. And yes, I can hear a lot of you out there saying, yes, thank goodness we have a new mayor coming in on January 1st. And of course, it is Eric Adams, the former NYPD cop elected back in November. So our own Katz weighing in. He was a guest on New York One. How do do you rebuild the party and get it back in the business of winning elections? Well, as I say on my radio shows, I am pro-common-sense Democrats, I am pro-common-sense independents, and I am pro-common-sense uh, Republicans. I uh, take extremism in any direction, 
is not good for our city and it's not good for our country. Uh, I've known Eric Adams for a long time. We've invested over $2 billion in uh, Brooklyn, building some beautiful buildings. Uh, we built uh, Twin Towers. When everybody told me, don't do it, we built Twin Towers in Coney Island right on the beach. Uh, you go there, you fall in love, Earl. Uh, you go there, and I made a commercial that if you breathe in that ocean air, I guarantee you're going to live 10 years longer. <laughs> so I'm, I love New York, and I, Earl, I think you know me for a long time. You know I love New York. And I want the best for New York. And um, Eric Adams, I think, has common sense. And our own John Katsimatidis there on New York One, weighing in on our new mayor, Eric Adams. Of course, Adams will be sworn in on January 1st, probably, you know, at the stroke of midnight or 12 and 1 a.m. And, of course, Mayor de Blasio's two terms end December 31st. Of course, Adams, a former NYPD cop, he has promised to be tough on crime. All right, let's uh, move on to former presidential candidate and Republican U.S. Senator Bob Dole. I am sad to tell you that that icon of the grand old party has passed away. He was 98 years old. The GOP icon's death was announced by Bob Dole's wife, Elizabeth Dole. She announced Dole's passing on Twitter. You'll enjoy listening to this. Here's a portion of Dole's farewell address from the U.S. Senate back in 1996. We all take pride in the past, but we all live for the future. And I agree with the prairie poet Carl Sandburg, who told us, Yesterday is a wind gone down, a sun dropped in the west. I tell you that there's nothing in the world, only an ocean of tomorrows, a sky of tomorrows. And like everybody here, I'm an optimist. I believe our best tomorrows are yet to be lived. So again, thank you. God bless America. And God bless the United States Senate. All right, Bob Dole there, who has passed away at the age of 98. His passing announced on Twitter by his wife, Elizabeth Dole. He ran for president. He had an absolutely storied career. He's remembered for his heroism during World War II, a veteran. Uh, he also served as Senate Majority Leader. Bob Dole also ran for president, you might remember, back in 1996. 50-year career in politics. Dole was at the forefront of the Social Security program. Uh, he also was very instrumental on a food program known as SNAP. And also, back in 2016, Dole was one of the few elder Republican, the few elder statesmen of the party to endorse Donald Trump. For president back in 2016, so we have not heard yet of any uh, services for Bob Dole, who has passed away at the age of 98. But of course, we will keep you updated. Heading out to Long Island, we do have to mention this deadly shooting out in Farmingdale happened during a large fight. One man killed, two hurt, happened about 3 a.m. Sunday. And Suffolk cops say this deadly shooting went down on the parking lot of Tiffany Plaza. That's at 1075 Portion Road in Farmingdale. So shots fired during this melee. Three men struck. Homicide investigators say killed was a 28-year-old identified as Jorge Mauricio Sevilla Barbara. Two others shot. They're 21 and 22 years of age. Both taken to a hospital, expected to be okay. And uh, detectives are asking anybody with information about this to call their homicide squad. So here's the number, 631 852 Six three nine two, or anonymously, you can give Crime Stoppers a call. Here's the number: one eight hundred two two zero 
tips. Well, big uh, travel changes taking effect today. We're going to have uh, more on that uh, following the break. And you're going to learn all about what's going on in the sports world with Matt. Those travel changes that take effect today ban travel from South Africa due to this Omicron variant, which is spreading throughout the U.S., but early indications are that it may be less dangerous than the Delta variant. Of course, uh, scientists still studying this and say that they do need more information. Word out of South Africa, too, is that it doesn't seem to be overtaking the Delta variant and that this strain of Omicron in South Africa, well, it is becoming a dominant strain. Hospitalization rates haven't increased as dramatically as with the Delta variant. We'll tell you more about it, and Dr. Fauci will be weighing in uh, after our break. Uh, Sports with Matt. All right, thanks, Deb. Good morning, everybody. Here's what's going on in the wide world of sports. A bad week for New York football. Gardner Minshew stepped into the huddle for Philadelphia, kept things light, as he always does, and led the clock-eating Eagles on a seven-straight scoring drives. No, there's no quarterback controversy, but Minshew Mania was back for a day, and the goofy mustache backup might have helped save the Eagles' season. Minshew was 20 of 25 for 242 yards and two touchdowns to Dallas Go Dirt while starting in place of an injured Jalen Hurts in a 33-18 victory over the Jets yesterday. To Miami, where the Giants didn't fare much better, it was third and goal, and Tua Tagovailoa was rolling left waiting for someone to get open. The play looked as if it was falling apart until he saw Isaiah Ford create a sliver of space for himself near the side of the end zone. Touchdown! Tagovailoa watched Ford catch the ball and began jumping up and down in celebration, punching the air. He had made something out of nothing, just as the Miami Dolphins had out of what was once a train wreck of a season. A team that was once 1-7 and and falling apart is now 6-7 and and brimming with confidence. Tagovailoa threw a pair of short touchdown passes, and the Dolphins extended their winning streak to five games by topping the Giants 20-9. Real quick check on hockey. It was a bad night at UBS Arena for the Islanders. They fell to the Chicago Blackhawks 3-2 during a shootout. With sports at 15-45, and 45, I'm Matt Sapienza for the WABC Early News. All right, good pronunciation on those names. You know, there are like nine NFL players now that where you need to go to pronouncenames.com <laughs> to be able to even well, pronounce literally, their names. Literally, when I first started at doing hockey names, right. I had to write them out phonetically. Phonetically, right. And even then, sometimes I'd still get them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's not easy, right? And they have to just roll off your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, good job, good Thank job. Thank you. Thank so, you. Uh, 547 already. My God, our hour is flying fast. Deb Valentine in for Juliet Honey and Frank Morano. But right now, we have got the infamous Joe Nolan. So, Tonga Viola, right? I had yeah. him with the Dolphins. And then the next week, his brother <laughs> is playing against Rutgers. So, two weeks in a row, I had that name. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Joe. But I, oh, I bet you brutal. did it just perfectly. Uh, Brutal, brutal, brutal. brutal. Anyway, Not Westbound easy. Southern State. It's like you news. Know, and he's a great player. They're both really good players. Yeah, he was Tekla Lola. Yeah, yeah, you're close. Yeah, wasn't he like the number one draft pick a couple of years ago? I think, I, think he, he was. I don't know if he's number one, but he was right up there. He was yeah, right he up was there, in the yeah. top five for sure. 
I don't, I don't remember really, to be honest with you, but he, he was, he's a great <laughs> player. Well, his brother's really good, too. Westbound Southern State at 106, a disabled or unauthorized truck, rather, out onto the roadway. The right lane is out. But the big problem is going to be northbound on the Connecticut Turnpike between Center Street, egg between exits 19 and 21. Jackknife tractor trailer right and center lanes are out. Westbound Northern State Lakeville Road, an accident again. Right lane out. Also some flooding on the BQE coming on up to the Brooklyn Bridge. Now, mass transit pretty much at this point on or close to schedule. An alternate side again today is going to be, in effect, just those one trains again downtown they're on the express tracks for a few blocks from 96 to 72nd that with equipment problems this report of service of empire blue cross blue shield empire blue cross and heart of america are helping schools across the country increase their healthy food learn more at empireblue.com slash ny liberty i'm joe nolan with traffic on talk radio 77 wabc all right we've got you covered on sports we've got you covered on the roads and let's get you covered on weather now and sid is in the house. He's sitting in the studio. I'm in your chair, Sid. Oh, my God. Did you get the memo? Uh-oh, he says. All right. <laughs> All right. Here's what's going on in the world of weather. Mostly cloudy, a slight chance of showers this morning, then a chance of showers this afternoon. It's going to be not as cool with highs in the lower 60s. Southwest winds up 5 to 20, 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts up to 35. A 30% chance of rain overall today. Mostly cloudy with showers this evening overnight, then mostly clear after midnight with lows in the mid-30s. West winds 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts up to 40. A chance of rain is going to be 80% tonight. A terrible drive to work tonight for me, I know. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a much cooler temperature. Highs in the lower 40s. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy. Lows in the lower 30s. And then Wednesday, snow is going to be likely. Light snow accumulation is going to be possible. Low chance it's going to stick. It's going to be a 60% chance of snow with highs in the upper 30s on Wednesday. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy. In the evening, then becoming partly cloudy with lows in the upper 20s. A temperature to match the snow. Right now in New York City, 47 WABC degrees with light rain, fog, and misty. So be careful driving. And now, Deb, looks like somebody's in the studio with you. Oh, my goodness. The infamous Sid Rosenberg, and I'm sitting in his chair. Oh, my God. Sydney. Exciting, huh? This is a chance switch. Well, it's good to see you there this morning. How are you? Oh, I'm great. A pleasure to be working for Juliet and Frank at the moment, and great to see you. Frank ever coming back, that kid's going to be like 15 years old. Yes. <laughs> How does that work? You get like 12 years off when the kid's born? Well, he was already 13 pounds when he was born, so the kid's going to be a giant. My goodness, he's got a tall mom, Rachel. It's funny. I remember my daughter was born. I was working at WFAN. I had one week off, one week, and by the third day, they were killing me. Like, come on, Sid, get back to work, and... So, well, things have changed, but I'm happy for Frank and even happier for you. So, good morning. Good morning. It's great to see you. So, what do we have coming up on the Burning Ins in the Morning program? Well, listen, it was a busy weekend. Anytime Monday comes along, you get over all the politics from the weekend, the national stuff, Biden, and the local stuff, obviously. And and then we had a couple of uh, Bob Dole passed away. That's a big yeah. deal. And a bigger deal for me is that Such Gil Hodges time. made the, uh, the Hall of Fame. So... As a lifelong New York Met fan, dating back to when he won the World Series as the manager back in 1969, that's a very, very big deal. You got all the football from the weekend, losses again for the two local teams, the Jets and the Giants, they both stink. And then we got two great guests coming on today for the National Review, Rich Lowry, he's a Monday morning staple on the Bernie and Sid Show, and famed defense attorney Joe Tacopina on everything Cuomo, Maxwell, all the big stories that are out there today. And Bernie's back, Bernie was out sick on Friday. I have not been well for about a week. Bronchitis may have had pneumonia, too. But um, I made it through the weekend. I'm back here on a Monday morning. So here we are. 
All right, so you're on the mend. Thank goodness. It's Joe Tacopina coming into the studio. Good old no Joe. No one's coming in, just me and Bernie. Ooh, all right. Well, stay tuned for all the fireworks later on. All right, we were talking about before the break about Omicron. I know we're all worried about it. U.S. health officials say, well, Omicron is rapidly spreading throughout the U.S. Early indications are that it may be actually less dangerous than Delta. So that's some comforting news for folks out there. And uh, although it is continuing to drive hospitalizations around the country. So uh, the chief medical advisor to the White House, as we know, Dr. Anthony Fauci told CNN, stated the union scientists need more information before actually drawing conclusions about Omicron's severity. And uh, Fauci also weighing in denying claims from Ron Johnson that he has overhyped AIDS and COVID. How do you respond to something as preposterous as that? Overhyping AIDS? It's killed over 750,000 Americans and 36 million people worldwide. How do you overhype that? Overhyping COVID? It's already killed 780,000 Americans and over 5 million people worldwide. So I don't have any clue of what he's talking about. Now, interestingly, reports from South Africa indicate while Omicron is becoming the dominant strain, hospitalizations there, hospitalization rates have not actually increased dramatically. So perhaps it's a weaker strain than Delta as a Sunday. Omicron has been detected in about a third of all of our states here in the U.S. All right. Famed attorney Alan Dershowitz on Cats at Night weighing in on this high profile trial. Ghislaine Maxwell, she's 59 years old, of course, on trial in Brooklyn Federal Court in Manhattan. On charges that he she helped the late Jeffrey Epstein, her longtime companion, recruit, groom and ultimately abuse young girls for sex. And uh, here is Dershowitz talking with Cats. And let me tell you something about the Maxwell occasion. So there are really two trials. Uh, The public thinks that Maxwell is on trial for having facilitated um, uh, some of the women to have sex with prominent people like Prince Andrew and Senator George Mitchell and Bill Richardson and me. You know, everybody, of course, has denied and disproved it. But that's not what this case is about. This case is very, very narrow against Ghislaine Maxwell. They could have brought a case based on the testimony of my accuser, Virginia Gouffre, or this woman named Sarah Ransom, who's been parading outside the courthouse, but the government doesn't believe them. They have histories of lying and falsely accusing people. So if she is convicted in Brooklyn federal court, Maxwell faces up to 70 years in prison. And of course, as we know, Epstein, of course, her longtime companion, uh, died while in prison by suicide while awaiting trial as well. All right. Congress has been struggling now for some seven months with President Joe Biden's Build Back Better agenda. Democrats are worried that it'll go into 2022. Of course, it's a midterm election year, midterms in 2022. And control of Congress, of course, will be at stake. So big push now by Democrats to get this through and get it passed. It's a $2 trillion social and environmental package. New York Democratic U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, pushing to get this bill through, as you can imagine, through his chamber before Christmas and before they break. The U.S. House already passed an initial version of the Build Back Better bill, and it's staggering $2 trillion price tag, you might remember, last month. So Democrat-turned-Republican U.S. Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana says President Biden's Build Back Better agenda will simply pile on more debt for Americans. In my opinion, um, 
there is no fair-minded person in the Milky Way who believes the infrastructure bill and the Build Back Better bill are not going to require the American people to incur substantial debt. And Schumer faces, of course, opposition from party moderates, like including guys like West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. Still, Schumer and other Dems have expressed confidence that the bill will be voted on before Christmas, that they'll get this through before an election year. The U.S. national debt, I checked this morning for you, over $29 trillion as of this morning. It's actually a website that you can go to to look at the national debt, the state debt. They've got all kinds of information on there. So it's sitting at over $29 trillion. Watched it uh, ticking up this morning. Well, bail reform, of course, a really hot topic. Nassau County's newly elected DA, who was a guest on Judge Janine's show here on 77 ABC, is she says it's an issue that has propelled her to victory. She campaigned on it. Donnelly says bail reform is needed, and she wants the state legislature to address it. What we've got are a bunch of dirtbags running around freely, roaming the streets, uh, who are in a position, unfortunately, to victimize uh, you know, innocent, unassuming people just doing ordinary things. And whether it's in L.A., New York, or now middle America, we, the criminal justice system has changed. Do you agree with me? Is it different or am I just out of the loop? I agree with everything that you said. We have suddenly empowered the criminals and we have re-victimized the victims. So she beat back Senator Kaminsky uh, back in November. And, of course, she now wants him to lobby for bail reform. All right, Joe, I know we're a little bit late, but no less no less important. <laughs> well, it's a busy morning. Connecticut Turnpike northbound. We're backed up from exit 18 to where this jackknife tractor trailer is between exits 19 and 21. The right and center lanes are out. But the story now is rubbernecking southbound from exit 25. All the way down. So that's a big delay. Westbound Southern State at 106, unauthorized truck in the right lane. Westbound Northern State at Lakeville Road, there's a crash again, the right lane out. Westbound on the cross Bronx at the Sheridan, an accident. And then inbound on the Gowanus PQ, where you're slow to the Brooklyn Bridge. There was some earlier flooding, also the road work. Downtown number one trains on the express tracks, 96 to 72, with equipment problems. And alternate side again today is in effect. With traffic on the sevens, I'm Joe Nolan, Talk Radio 77, WABC. All right, Joe, we've got you covered on the roads and the rails. Now let's get you covered on your weather. All right, here's what's going on in the wide world of weather here in New York City. It's going to be mostly cloudy. A slight chance of showers this morning, then a chance of showers during this afternoon. Not as cool with highs in the lower 60s. Southwest winds 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts up to 35, a 30% chance of rain today. Mostly cloudy tonight with showers in the evening, then mostly clear after midnight, lows in the mid-30s. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, much cooler with highs in the low 40s. And then tomorrow night, it's going to be mostly cloudy with lows in the lower 30s. And then Wednesday, snow is going to be likely. A light snow accumulation is going to be possible. Uh, Highs in the upper 30s, northwest winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, a 60% chance of snow. Get a very low chance of it sticking, though. And that's your weather from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center at 1 minute till 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm Matt Zappianza, Deb. All right, but that's now likely not to stick around on Wednesday, but we'll probably make things pretty for a little while. All right, we had this uh, last story to tell you about quickly here with a deadly shooting out in Farmingdale during a large fight. 
Happened about 3 a.m. in the morning. One person killed a 28-year-old. Two others expected to survive. It's under investigation by the Suffolk County Homicide Division. 21 and 22-year-old treated at hospital expected to survive. So detectives out there asking anybody with information to call the Homicide Squad. Here's the number. 61-852-6392. Or Crime Stoppers. It's 1-800-220-TIPS. All right, that does it for us. Deb Valentine in for Juliet Huddy. She's back with you tomorrow morning. And Frank Morano, well, he'll be back eventually. Bernie and Sid coming up. Don't go anyplace. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.